Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hot shot first. Hot shot first. Hot shot first. Hot shot first. This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we're talking about Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> nerds. I wonder how many times they use the word nerds in this movie. A lot, but only a nerd, a nerd take wonder a, that. Take a drink. Mm, that is true. All right, uh, this movie came out in 1984. Yeah, direct- <laughs> Jesus Christ. Directed by Jeff Kanaw. Knu. Uh, right, ri- written by Tim Metcalf, Miguel Tejada Flores. Hmm. Also shortstop for the A's. And uh, Steve <laughs> Zacharias. Uh, one, one note on that Miguel guy. Uh, he was one of the writers for The Little Mermaid. Oh, wow. no, I don't know about the main one, but he contributed, so he's got story credit or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's a weird combination. Gotcha. Uh, starring Robert Carradine, Carradine, Anthony Edwards, Timmy Busfield, <laughs> Andrew Casey, Lloyd Webber, oh, no. Cur- <laughs> Curtis Armstrong, Larry B. Scott, Brian Tochi, Tachi, Julia Montgomery, uh, there's a bunch of people, Ted McGinley, Michelle, yeah, Ted McGinley. There you go. I don't know who that is. John Goodman, Bernie Casey, James Cromwell. What about Casey Bernie? Oh yeah, James Cromwell. Oh well, yeah, right. the dad. Yeah. And others. All right. Well, uh, this was and my the rest. <laughs> yeah, this was my selection. Uh, I did not watch this in the movie theaters um, <laughs> as I was a little too young for this when it came out. Um, might still be too young for it now. Uh, <laughs> But yeah. I, I do remember watching this, like, sober. where I didn't get half the oh. jokes. I remember being, like, pretty, still pretty young, probably like 10 or something, which I can't believe, but. Yeah, I'm um, not sure this yeah. Time, kids. I used to. And I, I think. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. All right, well, I was just going to say, I think I, when I, first few times I watched it, young, I, I didn't. All of the raunchy stuff I really didn't get. It was, okay, there's boobies and stuff, but it wasn't that. It was more just the nerd stuff made me laugh. And the music video at the end, like, that was the stuff that, like, I liked and watched as a kid. And it was years later on when I watched it. There was a joke that I got for the first time watching it, <laughs> watching it just the other day. So, <laughs> there you're going to go. What are you going to do? But, yeah. And then I watched it a lot. We may have even had this, like, a uh, copy of this on VHS and watched it. Because I remember watching it a lot. But then it hasn't been, it's been like 15 years since I've seen it. So, 
Anyway, that's my history. Scott. Uh, yeah, I feel like this was making the regular rounds on cable, but also that it was in the syndication on the, the regular TV channels and it was edited yeah, out. Channel 13. Yeah, yeah, they edited out pretty much everything. Uh, I do remember watching Revenge of the Nerds 2 a lot with, with one of my uh, friends that, that lived in the neighborhood I grew up on. Uh, for the reason, That's the one with the tank, right? Yeah. So for, yeah. for the reason, they like friend had a copy of that. We could watch that. Um, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that one. I don't remember anything about the second movie. Like if there was the same level of nudity or anything like that, um, or, or other shenanigans. Uh, I just remember again that there was very little supervision about what I was watching. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and over the years, yeah, I I, I want to say that at some point I I watched this from from getting to end as an adult. I don't remember if I have. Uh, but this time around, it was on uh, Hulu. Um, that yes, I watched this, that's right. So. Yeah, same here. Surprising, because, yeah, I went to HBO Max, usually, that's first. Nope. Then, it's like, I, okay, I gotta break down and go on Prime and rent it. Not there. I was like, what? One of the few ones that isn't there. That isn't there. For rent or purchase, which is weird. But thankfully, Hulu had it. Yep. Goody got it. All right, and Alex, your history with it. Uh, I think I watched it on syndication first, which is which was rare for me because you know my dad, my family was big movie buffs. I had the uncle that (laughs) that had the two VCR setup, so he would record every movie he rented. So he had a huge collection. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for whatever reason, yeah, I didn't see this on VHS. Syndication first, and then yeah, as an adult, uh, like in I don't know nineteen twenty, uh, I uh, watched the whole thing, and I'm like, Jesus H, this, <laughs> this movie's got some fucked up shit. You you watched it a hundred years ago? I did. It's my hundred and eleventh birthday. Uh, you didn't know? <laughs> yep, and uh, yeah, watched it again recently, and uh, some some still fucked up shit. All right, well, let's get into it. As usual, we're going to talk about seven items from the movie. Uh, I will go first, and I guess just to get it out of the way. Yeah, yeah, number seven also. I didn't want it on my list, yeah, but I I did want to talk about it, so thank you. Uh, So, yeah, there's a a rape scene in this movie, which, um, it's funny. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's it's played for laughs. It's played for laughs, and not only does it play for laughs, like, she falls in love with him? She digs (laughs) it. That's... Yeah. It's... So I mean, if you don't remember the movie or whatever, see the movie. He, the head nerd, like tricks the cheerleader into sleeping with him because he's wearing a, a mask. Badass costume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he won't take off her mask. He, she thinks she's having sex with her actual boyfriend, and yeah, it, when he's done, he takes off his mask, and she's startled. And then, just, and then it's like, ooh, that was actually pretty good. And then like leaves her boyfriend to be with him. Like, what? What the fuck? Like. Yeah. It's, it's awkward. It's, it's problematic. I mean, uh, you know, there's that. There's also a, a a light dusting of of racism, homophobia, and misogyny mm-hmm. <laughs> to go along sure. with all this. Uh, almost near child molestation. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I completely forgot about that. I was like, oh, really? So you know, just to, to put it in perspective, like 
Like every pretty much everybody that was involved with that that scene since then has been like, yeah, it was it was kind of messed up. Like I wish we hadn't done it. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. so, uh, you yeah. know, no, no excuse for even 1984. I, you know, last week with uh, Delta Force, I was saying this this could only be made in the 80s. This I'm not gonna say that for for Revenge of the Nerds, but this time period, anyways, um, you know, the the exploitation factor. Uh, around the, the 70s and then the early 80s here. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, just unnecessary, too. Like, there's there's a bunch of other ways they could have gotten to that same point. I mean, they were they were in a kissing yeah. booth. Like, he could have tricked her somehow into to kissing him at the kissing booth, and that would have been so much better. Like, they, like that's just an idea off the top of my head. Like, I'm not a Hollywood that's... screenwriter, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, yeah, just... It's just bad. And then, like, even Laura, so Laura had never seen it, and they got her to watch it with me, and she really enjoyed it. And when it got to the, she's like, the pick the pies where they were, you know, selling I mean, the new pictures of She's like, super fun. Yeah, like, that's, that's bad too. But comparison to that scene, she's like, yeah, it's like, so I don't know. If it's yeah. a comedy, you're going to yeah. have some lightheartedness. Yes, it's the and, college frat, like, comedy. I yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make it right, but it's yeah. somewhat acceptable in a comedy. But the, the, yeah, the main scene was, it's pretty bad. So, so you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, like plot stuff that you just can't think too hard about because you know again just, right. just dumb comedy but like how like would she have been cool like I, I realized the time frame there she probably didn't know yet but as soon as she finds about it the pie thing like she's she's gonna like yeah like she's gonna dump his ass right like <laughs> I mean I guess I guess she's like his wife in Revenge of the Nerds 3 or 4 or whatever so I guess not yeah but, um, yeah just it's a weird boys thing. Boys will be boys. Like for him to be like, yeah, we'll do this thing, and she'll also be my girlfriend. Like, and everyone, no one, no one will care. Like, <laughs> and that's not even the rape scene. That's just the pies. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad to get it out of the way. Uh, yep. All right. Well, Scott, what's your number seven? Okay. So, my number seven is the the moper joke. Uh, the what? What was it called? Mopering? Mopery. Mopery? Mopery. That was... I think it's Mopery. Mopery. Ah, whatever. But it was... That was funny. Like, like, what's that guy here for? Mopery. What's that? He exposed himself to a blind person. (laughs) Like, that... I love that joke. Like, (laughs) it's such a weird thing to... Like, I'm assuming they made that up. Like, I haven't looked it up. But, uh... Yeah, just... just We looked it up. Sorry, when we were younger, the the Kings had a defenseman, and he was terrible. Not terrible, but we he was a punching bag for our criticism, and his name was Modry. <laughs> no, we called him Bopery. And I could have swore we looked it up, but I don't remember how it looked now. I know, I just, I just like yeah. the idea that, that one of the writers like had this joke kicking around in his head forever, and he finally got to use it in the movie. Oh, okay. It's not exactly that, but it's dictionary com over here says the action of committing a minor or petty offense such as loitering okay so not really uh yeah not really <laughs> what they described in the movie but yeah but it just yeah i like that and then like the the weird extra they had i, I guess it was one of the producers actually but the um the, that guy that was the moper like the look on his face when they come at him <laughs> <laughs> just, oh man that, yep. that, that made me laugh so that's my number 7 alright Alex number 7 
We just went over it. Okay. But yeah. Mopery or the Rapey? Oh, the Rapey. <laughs> oh, the Rapey stuff. Ugh. All right. Um, God, I have a bunch happen at the same time, but I have them separated. But I'll go the... Uh, the the Omega Mood Lambda 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 party. I love that. Just yeah. how <laughs> it's so yeah, like nerd party. They're all saying on each other's sides, and then once they start smoking the weed and drinking, the party just goes crazy and just <laughs> just all like in real life. Yeah, it just yeah. goes inside. It's, but mostly him like, coming oddly wholesome for the most part, <laughs> other than like booger and and yeah, it's. <laughs> it's actually kind of sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you girls, you moo girls sure can party. <laughs> yeah. There's that. There's the, the boy talking to the girls, but he's like at boob height and just keeps going and back. Breaks and the forth. fourth wall. Makes the fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's his face coming down with the Hugh Hefner coat on? And so that the one girl like grinding Poindexter. <laughs> do you want to keep talking about this, yeah. or do you want to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> The the uh, the 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 lambda aid. He's like, this is some good shit. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. one point they put on sweet low and like, like <laughs> yeah, Lamar quickly goes so... over there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So fun fact: I played hockey with a guy who was a, a literal rocket scientist, and when I was playing with him, he was going for his PhD at USC. Um, and he was an older guy, and he—that's uh, a lot of letters. He was, uh, yeah. He uh, married uh, Omega Moo. He married one of the actresses that played, okay. and he oh. was so—he <laughs> was so proud of it. And he'd always like, I forgot which one, but he would show and everything. And, and I was, yeah, he's I'm a rocket scientist. I'm like living in the movies, man. Like, so that was hilarious. I, I realized cool. like mileage varies and all this stuff. But when they started filing in, I was like, what's what's wrong with them? Like. Like as if to say, like there's nothing wrong with them. Like, like this no, was yeah. like yeah, like they weren't the cheerleaders. Yeah, I guess yeah. yeah the eighties. The, the the one girl that that uh, he loses Virginia to, I'm assuming. Uh, she's actually like really cute. Like, like you got this girl that's like into robots. You're like, no, I'm just gonna go after this this blonde that's been super mean to me the whole time. Like, <laughs> but I guess that's yeah, that's part of the plot. But uh, exactly. Anyway. All right, Scott, number six. Uh, but number six, uh, again, like, try not to think too hard about these things, but some of them, like, I, I had to comment on here. That's pretty much everything to do with a football team. Like, <laughs> like nothing about this football team or program makes any sense. Um, first of all, they barely have enough players to, like... They don't have enough players. Like, well, so they're, they're both they're playing, playing offense players, and defense. Yeah, exactly. They're playing <laughs> Iron Man. They're doing Iron yeah. Man football. They're doing both ways, which made no sense. <laughs> It, it, I didn't realize until the very end why they didn't have any black people on the team, so they could do that whole thing at the end with the lambda showing up. Fair enough. And also like, they're horribly racist. Yeah, but like if yeah, and then the whole racist <laughs> thing too. Yeah, uh, but the yeah, uh, just the idea that it's supposed to be this hot shit football program, but they have no black people on the team, like <laughs> is, is is laughable. Um, yes, there's all that just. Everything to do with with John Goodman's character and and he's good. I like him here. Like I, I laughed out loud with the the shit. We forgot to practice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, that, that did make me chuckle. But uh, like how how he's he cares about the homecoming competition in any way, shape, or form. Like 
<laughs> is is hilarious to me. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe he has like his hand on anything to do with the college, like outside of the football program. Like is is funny. He's always just kind of there, along with the the dean. Um, yeah, I mean, I have as an honorable mention to mention it down. Like this is the smallest student body. And and staff, of the, there's a there's a dean and a football coach, <laughs> the fifteen of the guys on the football team. Yeah. Uh, none of them go to class, yeah. and there's like twenty fraternities, at, and then yeah, at, at, at no point uh, in this movie is do they show the inside of a classroom. By the way, the closest no. thing they get is like when they're in the library and they're they're doing the computer GUI stuff. Um, yeah, but Oof. yeah, no point. <laughs> you get you get the dorms, you get the gym, and like some of the like football stuff, and that's pretty much it. Like, yeah, the <laughs> Greek council room, whatever that. Yeah, was. like I mean, that could have been anything, right? Yeah, so. like the multi-purpose room or yeah, something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I. But to their credit, because they you could have easily put a bunch of scenes here where these guys like raising like knowing all the answers to every question and stuff, right? Right. No, yeah. like again, they they. Yeah, it, it was unnecessary. Like I, I, yeah. I, I had no problem with the fact, but with that, but it, it just it to your fun. point of like, like this is barely about school. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's not like, like no, back to school. There's like no students at the the, the homecoming yeah, prep rally or whatever at the end. There's like a hundred people yeah. there. If that, and like yeah. and like half of them are like alum. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it, it is it is funny. And then some of the the. the uh, like actual sports stuff they're doing is, is pretty funny. Like there's the scene ogre lifting weights and uh, Ted McGinley's yelling at him like, Yeah, you gotta do more or whatever just to motivate him. He's he's lifting like I don't know, like a pair of like twenty five pounds. Yeah, like, he's doing yeah. like maybe forty five, fifty. Yeah, pounds. like which is no joke, but not, like you wouldn't be straining like you're about to die. Like <laughs> Yeah. A guy named Ogre wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And there was like a scene earlier in the movie where like some guy was doing push-ups and there was a girl sitting on him, but you could yeah. totally see that she was like not actually sitting on him. Like <laughs> she was still mm-hmm. kind of just squatting <laughs> so that, so that he wouldn't have to do the little thing. Like that kind of stuff. Is, yeah. Just throughout the movie. That's, that's, that's more just like, you know, no budget kind of stuff. Going jocks. Yeah. We're jocks. Uh, yeah. Again, just everything new with the football team. Like it was, it was very funny to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Alex, number six. Uh, my number six, and this kind of gets glossed over a little bit, but for being nerds, Lewis and uh, Goose are pretty damn strong. At the beginning of the movie, they carry that giant chest, and I can only assume it was full of computer stuff. It was the robot. And they're all the way, yeah, all the way across the campus. They took, like, one break when the jocks called them nerds, and then they kept going. Like, I don't know, these guys are pretty strong. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, you're saying they are. Mm-hmm. I I can't argue with that. No. I I rest my case. There you go. I'm uh. Do you my number five now? And mm-hmm. I'll just have to know. The rest of this list is pretty much me watching or remembering all my favorite parts as a kid, and I'm not going to change it. Uh, Booger. He's just my number five. <laughs> First of all, his name was Booger. Yeah, he's great. Second of, second of all, he picks his nose. He <laughs> What do you call the burger? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> he cheats. He's funny. He smokes. He 
uh, burps real loud and just everything about him just cracks me up in that movie. Picking his nose for the arm wrestling, just all of that. As a kid, I remember yeah thinking he was hilarious. This time around, I just kind of found him obnoxious. Uh, Mm -hmm. I still thought it was he's like my least favorite of the nerds, pretty much. I'd still have a drink with him. Yeah, so he's more of like a like a pervert, like than a nerd. (laughs) He doesn't. He's, he's eh. not like smart or anything. He just is yeah, gross. He isn't. How do you know he's not smart? Ah. Uh, yeah, they don't post up the grades. <laughs> he could be right behind Lewis. I guess he could be. Yeah. yeah, he's more of like a dweeb or a loser than he is a nerd. I get what you're saying, but <laughs> yeah, he's still he's hilarious. I still like I said, love him. It's just the. Uh, We've got Bush. Just all that stuff just cracks me up, <laughs> um, which I'll talk more about later. Anyway, that's number five. Scott, number five. Number five is the the prank war question mark. Um, the what? Prank war. Prank war. Uh, the rancor. <laughs> they find the rank. They find the rank. The prank whore. When they when they bring in all the Korean whores. Yes, yes. Um, oh. No, the prank. War, um, so they Anthony Edwards gives that that speech about we've got to beat him at their own game, and then they they do the panty raid and install mm-hmm. the cameras, which Ugh. which I guess is is getting back at them. Um, that that seems like a disproportional response, but oh shut up BJ, but that is like the one thing they do, and then for the jocks they just do the liquid heat on the jock straps and then they just call it a day like well we got them back like they, there needed to be more of that like I, I feel like uh like they're supposed to be smarter than them and yeah it is clever to to do the uh the the jock strap thing uh mm-hmm. i think they would have come with more they're like nope we're good like well, the panty raid had two effects, right? Then they were able for the pies, yes, yes, which was part of that. No, like if they were like definitely got over on them on, on that one, but like the jocks, they just made him feel uncomfortable for a little bit, and then they were like, okay, we're even. Like that, that didn't make any sense to me. There needed to be like more of that. Well, but there's also all the Greek game stuff, which on uh, you know outside of the movie universe, the filming wise, maybe they thought it'd be too much if they had too many pranks and not enough of the Greek games and stuff like that. I, so they had to like cut one short. I mean, I, I I'm sure there could have been a bunch of reasons why they didn't want more of that, but like they may just mm-hmm. they just make it a big point of like, okay, we're gonna do this thing, and then that, it's just kind of this one small thing, and then they move on. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. The one thing though, as soon as he they do that, he they tell the headquarters of Lambda Lambda Lambda, and that's what gets them officially. Part that of is the... true. Like it it is important that they did do that. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so. Okay, we're in. We don't have to prank anymore. But I, I don't. Okay. It'd been fun to see him do more nerd pranks. Um, mm-hmm. the, I love those cameras, br- but <laughs> yeah, giant yeah, like those those cameras. Cameras. I was thinking like, how would <laughs> nobody know that? Notice like, yes. Like, first of all, a silent drill. Yeah, that's funny. But they and like <laughs> sawdust. So like it's sucking up sawdust at the same time. Like the but right. well, uh, nerds. They invented they it. They put in like. I don't know how many cameras, and yeah, they're just completely oblivious to it all. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it, it does lead to a couple You're... funny movies moments. Uh, highly illegal, <laughs> incredibly yes. illegal. But, uh, mm-hmm. 
Maybe we all get in jail for you. What does Booger say to the like the lady, the the caretaker? Out of the way, old lady. I want to get to that muff. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so stupid. I just I do love the shot of the three of the nerds running down the aisle like locked in elbows with panties yeah, in their hands. Just like, yeah. The I I wanna know why there was that one like house frau that was a part of the uh the pies. <laughs> like how did she get in like they spent the whole movie like being disgusted by people that like aren't the quote-unquote beautiful people and yeah there's the one house frau in there that's like you know frau blucher or whatever like <laughs> yeah who knows mm-hmm. yeah. anyway she probably gives a great helmet <laughs> all right alex number five my number five is I guess it's unrealistic, but I caught it when Lewis comes in and is like, oh, we found a house to rent. And he brings a sign that says house for rent. And then it's the dilapidated old shack. But do the owners of the house make them fix up the house and then they have to pay to rent it? That's pretty fucked up. I was thinking about that too, Alex. Like, I was like, yeah. mm, really? Were they going to get... Is it like paid for that? Were they going to get rent knocked off for that? Yeah. Like, I would hope so. Yeah, it's like, oh, you can stay for the first year free if you fix up this house. Because they did a phenomenal job. The, the other, Even though they were, they were fucking up all the wallpapers and shit. The, the other thing that... Yeah, they fucked up everything. It was a yeah. montage of them just fucking up and then have a beautiful <laughs> house say, afterwards. Ta-da, wizard did it. <laughs> yeah. It also bothered me, like, trying to figure out how far from campus that was. It was obviously within, like, running distance <laughs> of the campus. Uh, yeah, but they never address like how far from campus it is. Um, yeah, eh. that'd be annoying. Where I live now, I live close to a university, and there are people. The kids are all over the place over here. Like not necessarily frat houses, but they're not. They're yeah. They're, and these kids are all over the place. Jeff, some you people don't want his lawn all the time. You don't want a rental to go to which are Chapman kids over here. Yeah, in trouble. That is true. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. We'll see. Like some of these houses, there's like ten, ten cars parked on the lawn and stuff. They, it's Jesus H. Not good. Unless anyway. it was a piece of shit house like the nerds. <laughs> then now I can see that. It's like, no. oh, you want to rent my piece of shit? Okay. I mean, you can fix it up if you want, and then you get rent for free. I'm like, all right. Are you guys going to talk about the the montage at all when they go searching for the house? Not the montage I'm, specifically. I'm not. No. I did. Was... I, I did love the joke about. Uh, when um, uh, when Takashi goes and the guy talks yeah. to him in Japanese and we have no idea what he's saying but he finishes by calling him a nerd and then it slams the door yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that made me laugh uh, the, the weird conversation Booger has with the guy through the, the mail yeah. slot who are you? What are you you got a room for rent <laughs> go away get the fuck out of here <laughs> Yeah, mostly though the the Japanese guy calling Takashi a nerd. <laughs> nerd. All right, so my my number four now is um, it's controversial, but it still makes me laugh, and I don't care. It's it's Lamar throwing the javelin with matches limp wrist and throwing <laughs> style. That's I'm my sorry. favorite fucking joke in the whole movie. The joke, the joke is fucking hilarious. Like all all like like. Like slurs aside and everything, like it's stereotypes oh, aside. 
Just, just watching him run yeah, with it. Yeah, just slow motion. Uh, yeah, the visuals and everything. And then he wins. Because yeah. <laughs> it's very aerodynamic. So-and-so has decided a, j- a javelin to go with this limp-wristed throwing stuff. Okay. Pro- props to Ted McGinley, by the way. That guy had good form throwing that javelin. He did. Mm-hmm. It took Laura forever to figure out who that was. And then, because I'm like, who is it? And at the very end, or not at the very end, like maybe 15 minutes in, 20 minutes in, she goes, Steve. I was like, what the fuck? They're, They're children. And I was like, you're really close <laughs> with the wrong husband. <laughs> Steve. What, what was his character in Happy Days? <laughs> Funny if Laura came up with that. Oh, and he was on yeah, Love yeah. Boat too, or yeah. something, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, the javelin scene. Uh, Scott, number four. All right. Uh, my number four, um, I think Jeff already kind of talked about, but the party with the moves. Um, just a, l- a lot of jokes thrown in there. Um, I, I like how Timothy Busfield just constantly screaming. <laughs> Being that, like, that's basically his, like, base reaction to everything. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, we pretty much went over it. Um, again, I, I was... I was like, like again, like the the girl that that hits on Lewis, uh, like like she's really cute. Like, I, I I don't see like just because she's like in the weird dress or her hair. Lewis. Like I don't know what whatever the standard was for the eighties of like like their their version of trying yeah. to like unpretty her up or whatever. But uh, yeah, I think it's it's multiple things, right? It's a they're not the cheerleaders. Yeah, that, yeah they have no make. They're dressed down. Their makeup down. Also, we're they old pervy glasses. men now. That is true. That is true. We're old pervy men. You're looking at these young twenty years. Okay, they look cute. I mean, I yeah. don't know. Uh, I mean, I think it's more them dressing down, and it's just it's they're not the cheerleaders. So that's it. So speaking of which, um, so Gilbert Anthony Edwards' sort of love interest in this uh, Judy, um, they really did dress her down. So that's it's Michelle Marink. She would go on see, either the the following year, or the year before that. I think it was the following year. In Real Genius, uh, and I know Jeff's not gonna remember this, but uh, in Real Genius, she played Jordan, um, the the love interest for um, uh, what's his name in real life. But anyways, the the Gabe character, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, um, so and she, you know, like look completely different in that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, like I like that they they kept it that they didn't do the the whole like oh you take off her glasses and let her hair down and then she's hot kind of thing like yeah like, oh, this, yeah. this is how she dresses you know so this is what she she's like. all that <laughs> yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She was pretty stupid for wearing glasses in that movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, anyways, yeah, I, I, I did like the party. It was, a, it was a lot of fun. I didn't remember any of it beforehand. All right. All right. Alex, number four. My number four is Ogre. We quote him <laughs> almost on a daily basis. Uh, we call each other nerds in the Ogre voice. 
I don't know, at least two, three times a week. Yeah. <laughs> at least I'm saying it to my phone while everybody's chatting. Um, yeah, he's struggling with that 50-pound crossbar doing curls. But yet, at the beginning of the movie, he's holding a dude by his ankles on the top floor of his frat house. Yeah. yeah. And then he just kills him. Yeah, that guy's dead. That guy's dead. <laughs> um, just is, is absolute just hate for the nerds for whatever reason. But then, uh, spoiler alert, in the second movie, he becomes one of the nerds. Yep. Yeah. I remember. Laura asked me helps. if I remembered it. That if I seen it, I'm like, all I know is that Ogre becomes a nerd. Like, it's the only thing I remember from that. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I think it- and then he, he helps Frank Dukes. <laughs> in, the, in the second movie, it's uh, Bradley Whitford playing the uh, the alpha beta douche. Just yeah, and then uh, Anthony Edwards is not in that one, right? He's in like the very beginning. He's got like a broken leg or whatever. That's how he got out of being in that movie. Okay. <laughs> I'm out. I'm going to go make Top Gun. Because like Top Gun, I think, came out right after this. So he was kind of... Right, right. Maybe that had something to do with it, yeah. He was just starting to go up the Hollywood ladder. All right. Um, my number three is uh, one of the competitions in the in the, the decathlon or whatever, and that would be the bike race, the, the drink, <laughs> riding the tricycles and drinking, and you know them giving him a pill that magic pill. negates all out, yeah, all the, and then just him just looking so funny on that little bike, and then at the end when they play that little music, oh, it gets me every time. I don't know what that music is, but I like it. And he wins, and then I'm carrying him off and everything. So, awesome. bi- biggest laugh in the entire movie for me was was in that sequence. Uh, and uh, Brian Touchy had, had hilarious line delivery when they ask him, how are you doing? And he goes, oh, fucking great! <laughs> 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 such a oh, such such a good... Uh, like the way that he did that it was, was oh, like, I, I rewatched it a couple of times. Just oh, fucking great! <laughs> See, I was thinking. I know he's in um, the uh, at least one of the police academy movies, maybe more. He's in a but, couple of them. Yeah, uh, he's not in a real because we in Real Genius we found out it wasn't him. It was um, chosen from Karate Kid Two, right? That's right, that guy's in it. Uh, the guy that was doing the slip and slide in the hallway or whatever? Wasn't that him? Anyway. Um, mm-hmm. It's the bike racing. I love it. And the music. Alec, or sorry, Scott, number three. Uh, so number three, going, going back to Alex's uh, previous one. Uh, um, Donald Gibb and Timothy Busfield kind of steal the show here. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of funny side characters. Uh, but the two of them kind of elevate <laughs> the scenes that they're in. Um, out, outside of that, that uh, like Brian Tochi scene I was just talking about, like they're they're like the funniest ones uh, in the movie. Um, Wait, which ones? So Ogre and Poindexter. Oh, Tim, ah, see, Poindexter. I don't like. I've never liked him in this. So but go ahead. So Donald Gibb is. It's kind of a, a weird performance from him because like half the time he's just like completely like committed dialed up to 11 nerds like doing like a weird cross-eyed thing sometimes and the other times he's like looking on at a distance from the nerds and he's just kind of like 
what are those guys <laughs> I don't doing? Like what they're doing? Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, like not, not so much like he's like too dumb to understand, but just like, like, like this doesn't make any sense. Like, like, like he actually is like <laughs> smart enough, yeah, yeah. To, to figure out what's going on, and um, yeah, just him just being that character, like spinning out the beard constantly when he's riding the the Trojan horse. Uh, he's, he's got the helmet on. That that was a, a cool little like sequence. Um, yeah, just a lot of fun to him. Like he. Like him doing the, I, how they're all doing like the uncomfortable dance with the liquid heat. And he's just kind of like, like the, the way he's like miming that out was was really funny. Um, how he cries after the, the arm wrestling match <laughs> was was really funny. Um, so he was good. And then Timothy Busfield, um, just being a weirdo mostly, but when he did the uh, when they're when they're watching the the pies. <laughs> and all of a sudden he, he gives out the yell because uh, because he's, <laughs> he's basically creamed his pants. That that's hilarious. And, <laughs> and according to trivia, yeah, that yeah. was ad lib, by the way. Um, and uh, they're saying like people had to run away from the set so they they wouldn't catch them laughing like in that scene uh, when he did that. Like, <laughs> I guess according to the trivia, you can actually you can actually like, hear the director like chuckling a little bit because um, like, again it was it was all ad lib. Yeah, the two of them. And then just him playing the the stupid violin. Uh, it's great. A little, a little more trivia. Like, so I guess Michelle Marink actually can play the accordion, and uh, Booger Curtis Armstrong can play the guitar at least enough for what he was doing in that scene. Um, but uh, Timothy Westfield cannot play violin at all. And they, and they <laughs> I couldn't tell. Yeah, and they they told him. But they don't worry about it. Like they would just dub it over, and they didn't. <laughs> so that's actually him just being obnoxious with the violin when he's like in the house, like all those different scenes. Um, <laughs> so I thought that uh, okay. was funny. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if you look closely in that scene, like you can actually see that like he's not actually drawing strings, like <laughs> in the in the final music video, as as Jeff called it. Uh, um, but. Uh, Anyway, uh, Donald Gibb and Timothy Busfield. Like, uh, Donald Gibb is one of those those character actors that I'm always happy to see show up in the very few things that he's in, but uh, it's always fun when mm-hmm. he is. Uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the point extra character really didn't do it for me, but I did like his little pelvic dance as he's just slowly <laughs> gyrating and thrusting. <laughs> Crack me up. Um, all right, we're on to my number two. Nope, Alex number three. Oh, sorry, Alex, number three. And as Scott touched upon it a little bit, the uh, concert that the nerds put out, uh, it was great. They're all dressed like robots. It's the, the whole theme is technology, and they got the keyboard strapped to, you know, strapped to their bodies and the necks and everything. And you got Poindexter with that neon green violin. It's great. Lamar rapping because it's the 80s and you have to have a rap segment in your movie. Yep. <laughs> it was like very toned down 80s rap <laughs> clap your hands everybody and everybody clap your hands <laughs> it was the dawn it was this is when the know. white people were wondering what rap music was yeah, so like, to... well, what is this what is he he's just saying words to music <laughs> and break dancing too yep it was great all right, uh, my number two has kind of already been mentioned, but it would be the scene where the guys are all watching the the videos of the girls, 
and and uh, what's his face just oh, hail pie <laughs> I drink to that oh my god I say I, I don't say, say hair say pie it. very often but I do say I drink to that a lot yeah, I, I drink to I that do, so it looks like I, I, I find booger annoying the I want to see some fucking bush. <laughs> yeah, Scott, you yeah. do say that a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does, bush. but not in the con- obviously in that context. No, <laughs> I know you say that a lot. It's um, weird when you said that at my kid's birthday. Yeah, party. <laughs> well, I mean, they wanted to know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just all of that. Oh, I'm, I'm tired of Betty. Go back to this. I just. The whole thing, you're still up there watching, just eating popcorn all night long. And... I do like Lamar's, like, well-rested, because he has no interest in any of that. <laughs> exactly. Um, speak, speak, speaking of Lamar, um, you know, we, we went over the, the limpers and throwing thing. Like, outside of that, like, th- this is, like, the one area where the movie's oddly progressive. Like, nobody seems to care, really. Like, and they, they don't really, other than that, they don't really make any jokes at his expense. Like... Even in that party, the, he, there's a guy there dancing with him, and nobody like blinks. Like, so, yeah, yeah, he says he has a date for the party, and no one says anything. Even the bad guys don't like. Yeah, yeah, you think throw any like yeah, slurs think, or anything yeah, you for think, the time? Yeah, and, you think that would have been yeah. yeah, yeah. But they, whatever reason, that was the one thing that they decided. Like, yeah, he's he's just a guy. Like, <laughs> so oddly, oddly respectful in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outside of the one, obviously, <laughs> like stereotypical joke, but. When he has the balloon on his head and he puts it into his mouth, well, that's pretty funny. There are stuff that I still yeah. laugh at. Um, but yes, the 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 boys watching the nude girls scene is my number two. Scott, what's your number two? Okay, uh, my number two, and I've I've kind of gone over this, but the the movie kind of misses its own point. So, like, yeah, it's a dumb college comedy. Don't think too hard about it. All that, but. Um, Plenty is that there's these guys that uh, and, you know and, and well men and women that are they're treated as like outcasts um, just because of the the way that they look they're not fashionable or whatever they're not they're not hip or with it like <laughs> they're, they're squares uh, to use modern parlance um, mm-hmm. but you know they just still treat them with respect they're people like it's it's not cool to to do that and at the same time like the movie completely dismisses like like we've gone over like like women uh pretty much people of color um it's (laughs) like they 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 took their shot in this one very narrow like thing it's like the writers of this movie were like yeah we got treated by you know like people like this like jocks and stuff that treated us like horribly bullied us or whatever so we're gonna include this in this movie to get back at them but but also like yeah women are still just objects for us to <laughs> to, to to have sex with or, or whatever um, yeah. to just look at um, you know out, outside of again the the Judy character who is like normal um, yeah it she plays the accordion though yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah that's funny the other part too <laughs> like. Not not really related to my point um, specifically, but they, you know, how, how awkward is it to cast some of these movies? And they're like, 
Okay, we need a bunch of extras, and uh, we need you to look unattractive, you know. <laughs> like, like, who yeah. wants to show up for that, you know? It's got to be so demeaning. Um, Someone wants uh, a paycheck. paycheck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the very end, when, when he's making the big speech, like, yeah, if anybody's ever been, like, called a dweeb, a dork, whatever, come on down. And, like, like <laughs> you know, those extras, they were like, nope, you're, you're, you're too good looking, go away, or, like... Like mess up your hair a little bit, or do put on glasses, whatever stupid thing. Like, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's my number two. All right, Alex, number two. My number two is Ted McGinley. I love me a good villain, and uh, he was perfectly hateable in his role. Uh, just, <laughs> just unreasonable hatred for nerds or people smarter than him. Like he's on the, after they fixed up that house and he's on the motorcycle and everything and they see it and his girlfriend's like wow look it's incredible what they did with the place like, yeah not for long <laughs> like what <laughs> it's like okay so that's kind of true because like sorry like or you know Karate Kid comes out and Daniel had it coming the entire time yes but these nerds didn't have it coming so like Johnny yeah. is a dick he's a bad villain I mean he's a good at a bad villain. But from day, for the first time, he just sees, you know, it's his, his, his girlfriend, he keeps pranking her, like, Daniel keeps coming back with the nerds. Okay, they eventually fight back, but, no, you tease them, then you kick them out of their house, <laughs> out of their gym, you know, the Yeah, dorms. the freshman dorm, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, they never really, but whatever, it's, it's a nerd movie. I know, it's 80s villain stuff, and, and he played, I mean, I thought he did a great job just being perfectly hateable. Yeah. I think only I hated the high evolutionary just a little bit more <laughs> than <laughs> Stan Gable. <laughs> so th- there was, I thought it was weird at the end when they're giving that speech and you see the look on his face where like, he, he's not upset that he's being called out. I think he's upset because he like sympathizes with them. Like they've actually gotten through to him that like, yeah, he was being super shitty to them for no good reason. Um, and in reading the the trivia, uh, I think it was validated a little bit. They said they cut out some scenes um, uh, to to kind of hint that like he wasn't like fully into the the jock role that he had embraced. Like there's supposed to be a scene early on where like he kind of ditches the party to go back to his room, and he pulls out like some glasses and starts reading a textbook. And then somebody comes knocking on his door, and he like, uh, like puts it away, and goes back down, and joins the party, and then uh, like a couple other things. And like later on in the series, he like okay. he like ogre. He also becomes one of the the nerds, basically. Um, so, oh, I wish they would have kept that in because that gives him like an even like a bit more depth. It's like, oh, he hates himself, yeah, because he can't he can't quote unquote come out as a nerd. Because he wants to be a jock and popular. Yeah, yeah that would have been nice. It probably doesn't fit this movie, but you're right. It would yeah, have yeah, had yeah. more nuanced. Yeah, no, yeah, no it's a bit too yeah, smart yeah, for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And what's funny, I thought, because I was forgetting about Revenge of the Nerds too, and I remember, okay, somewhere in my mind, I knew that Ogre became a nerd. I thought he stepped off the stage to join them there. Because he always made sense to me that he would be there. I mean, they call him Ogre, which is not really a compliment, right? Like, you take it as a compliment, but it could also be you're just a big, dumb oaf, right? Like, so I kind of thought that's what was going to happen, and that would maybe make sense to me, but, but yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Was that yours, Alex? Yes. 
my number two um my number one is the the music i call it the music video whatever the, the performance um i remember my brother and i would just we we loved that song we would just play it over <laughs> and i used to know the i used to know the rap word for word had it memorized uh yeah you said the guys with the keyboards and booger playing the piano the rap, oh, it was excellent poindexter on the it was so cool. I just love how ridiculous it is and how that would never happen and the fireworks and everything. But uh, it was super cool. But I, I just want to add, since we kind of already talked about this, the one thing I, I never got until this time, and I don't know, I mean, it's been a while, but obviously it just, I guess I wasn't paying attention because I was so looking forward to this part, is when one of the other fraternities is doing theirs and it's the guys in the rowboats. And then the girls are basically blowing them. They come up and that they wipe their mouths. Like I never noticed that before, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> life is but a dream." And they pop their heads up, but they're just like doing this to their mouth. I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Mm-hmm. There you go, raunchy. All right, Scott, number one. Uh, number one is the I, what they call it the Greek competition, the homecoming competition, whatever the hell they were calling it. Ah, uh, he's still my number one. Um, but yeah, just like overall, like pretty much gone over most of it. Uh, the the race, I do think it's funny that the college is basically sponsoring drinking, um, <laughs> drinking twenty. <laughs> oh, it was the eighties. Twenty beers over like however like less than an hour is a good way to kill somebody. Uh, <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, but um, that that was funny that they were on board for all this this drinking. Um, yeah, the I like when they let go of the the rope and the tug of war. Um, the arm wrestling made no sense to me. Like, <laughs> this must be why the, the girls are fighting the guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I guess the, the point was that um, that the nerds were so weak that they got beat <laughs> by the yeah. by the the pies. Um, but yeah, and then the the music video at the end, of course. We can go on a music video, but that's basically <laughs> what it was set up yeah. for. Um, mm-hmm. And they have some of the moves clapping off to the side. It's, it's good stuff. Everybody, get, put your hands together. What does he say? Everybody, clap your hands. We're the we're yeah. lambda, 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 and omega moose. I used to know it. I don't. I, I was not impressed, by the way, with the the kids dancing. No, it was like They did like the one like <laughs> arm thing that kind of got helped by Lamar with, and then they just kind of like, yeah, he wasn't good. It, he kind of yeah, did that like, guy's not getting he did, like of, the he's one not getting out of ropes. He did like the one like it's robot good. move where you like put him down, and then like I was, yeah. For for those listening at home, I actually was like doing the the robot move just now. It was very it was very good. <laughs> there you go, Doctor yes. Poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Uh, all right, Alex, number one. Same. Also, the Greek games. Yeah, it's great. All right. Yeah, everything we went over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I wanted to mention that Laura pointed out as we were watching that she's like, uh, "Is this just old school before old school was a movie?" And I was sitting there, I was like, "Yeah." And we hadn't even gotten to the decathlon part at the end. I'm like, "This movie is just about frats, like." They're not nerds, yeah. but they're outfit. You know, they're outcasts doing a fraternity. In this case, it's not the coach that wants them in; it's the dean that doesn't. You know, but it's basically the same thing. And they have the decathlon on the end, which is pretty funny. Yeah, that's a good point. 
Um, all right. Any honorable mentions from you guys? Yes. So I'm sure real nerds in 1984 were just as upset as I was uh, watching this in 2023 at the the robot, at the, computer. The robot computer. Made no sense to me. Like, <laughs> like why? I, I get why they did it for the movie, but um, that, that was just kind of dumb. Uh, it was always fun. I guess it was very novel to see like these different robots in, in the early 80s. Uh, like Rocky Four and all that nonsense. Uh, but the <laughs> Happy Birthday, Polly. Yeah, um, so it was that, and then and then when uh, they're they're in the library and Anthony Edwards is showing Michelle Marion how to use the computer. Like <laughs> that yeah, that's was one some, of my honorable mention as that well. That was some Jeez. that was some bullshit, but yeah. incredibly smooth on his part, by the way. Like assuming that that's actually a thing yeah. you could do in that universe, like because like. Yeah, he comes off as is is, is very like suave after that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like I don't know how the fuck that was supposed to work. Him just hitting random keystrokes, and mm-hmm. it, <laughs> it draws like, <laughs> oh man, uh, draws and animates. Yeah, and animates. Yes, yes. Thank you. All yes, from the command prompt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's some that's some serious fucking programming uh, right there. I was like the kid. He couldn't even see what he was typing. It's like the the kid is supposed to be super smart, and he he says that he gave up like whatever aerodynamics to get into computers. Like, I don't know. Did you think in 1984 that that was still like such a pioneering field, or, or like a field that was still so new that people thought that way? I feel like aerodynamics would have been harder. Like, <laughs> yeah, anything with hardcore math. Would have been more difficult still even than, than getting into computers at that, that time. Maybe harder, but not as profitable. That's true. <laughs> I know. Steve Jobs. To be no the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, you could become a restaurant manager and you'd be making way more money than with computers. <laughs> That's true. Well, what's that from? A karate Kid. Oh, his mom. That's why oh, the yeah. mom <laughs> yeah, moved over from Reseda, or to Reseda. All right, Alex, any honorable mentions or no? Yeah, just that bullshit movie gooey drawing with the keyboard. Right. Oh, and, and James Cromwell and the 35 mile an hour cruise control joke. <laughs> yeah. And then while sitting yeah. in the front seat for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a thing. That was definitely a thing in the 80s. What? That's what thing when the director wants to get all three in the same frame. No, I know, I know, I know why yes. they did it, but like. <laughs> well, it's more of, of like kids. It's like, oh, you know, me and my sister would fight to see who would be in the front seat. It's like, well, okay. you could both be in the front seat, you idiots. Get in there. And three grown adults, though. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I know that. That's a little bit weird, but that's you know, movie yeah, yeah. movie bullshit. All right, well, it's time to rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being garbage, seven being perfection. Um, uh, rapiness and racism included i'm still gonna get this a six i thought it held up uh i was surprised i was really expecting it to be crap i enjoyed it i would watch it again um just you know know what you're getting into it's a product of its time but even then you can't really say that because that rape scene just kind of doesn't fit anytime uh but whatever it's only Mm -hmm. one part of the movie i still got the jokes or i like the jokes and uh yeah six for me scott I'm kind of with you, Jeff. I was surprised that I enjoyed it as much as I did because I thought it would just be kind of dumb with these uh, 
just the the frat jokes mixed in but uh yeah i really did enjoy it i thought it was funny um it moved along um outside of all the things you mentioned so i'll give it a five all right alex mm. uh i'm gonna give this a four i think most of the stuff is like childhood nostalgia that i didn't really click with nowadays uh-huh. um so yeah it's just it, it's a four for me all right meh that's fine. All right. Our top five crossover topic this week is our top five <laughs> nerds. That's right. That kind of weird. But anyway, our top five Good nerds. Nerds. And so mine is nerds. Mine's grape, sour apple, mm-hmm. watermelon. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was pink? Pink lemonade. I have no idea. It's a raspberry maybe? Watermelon's a pretty solid pick. Yeah, watermelon's a good nerd. That's the only watermelon candy I like. Ah, Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, still. Jolly right. just burn, by the way. Just what? They kind of burn. Huh. I don't know what it is about them. Yeah. They had a lot of sugar. You had the sugar burn. <laughs> I haven't had Jolly Ranchers in forever. Anyway, yeah, uh, I kept my nerds burn. to kids, and I tried to keep it to more nerds and not spazzes you know how we were kind of saying how booger maybe doesn't fit in that so i tried to keep it to nerds um and i and said younger mm-hmm. college and under nerds and um my number five I'm actually going to change on the fly i had millhouse but i think lisa qualifies more than millhouse so i'm gonna put lisa simpson as my number five nerd mm-hmm. as my number five nerd okay agreed because millhouse isn't smart <laughs> yeah Still a nerd. You don't have to be smart to be a nerd, technically, I guess. But she fits the bill. She's an outcast and smart and whatever, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. Lisa Simpson is my number five. Even Bart says, how could a kid with glasses that thick be so stupid? So wait, in your, in your definition of a nerd, you have to be smart? Yes. So we've been calling you a nerd all these years. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's a compliment that I'll take. <laughs> Idiots. All right. Scott, number five. Um, my number five, going back to The Simpsons. Uh, so I, I didn't restrict myself quite as much as you did, Jeff. But uh, Same. Professor Frink. Uh, the yeah, the yeah. ultimate representation of... of the nerd in the Simpsons universe. <laughs> Fro and Laban. <laughs> we get out of there. Those monkeys are going to bay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, number five. Uh, my number five, he had such an impact on uh, in the real world, real life, that I couldn't leave him off this list. And old Billy Gates. Whenever somebody says nerd, that's the that's the stupid face that pops in into my brain. Could, could a nerd jump over an office chair like he does? <laughs> God, that's one of the best videos yes. ever. <laughs> it's uh, like slow, slow motion. He's like the six, six million dollar man. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number four is I'm actually going to choose an entire ensemble uh, the stranger things boys they are all nerds so i couldn't choose just one of them yeah so i wanted to choose them all 
And I was thinking of the girls too, but the girls really aren't, right? Because she, I mean, she's smart, but she's not a nerd, the sister. And I guess the one girl that dies in yeah. episode two or whatever, her friend, which I... Yeah, she's, she's a nerd. She's a nerd. Yeah. And then the new girl that came later, the the one that was all of... I forgot her name. The blonde girl. With the skateboard? Yeah. Is she a nerd? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, the sister. No, she's not a nerd. Um, the boys from The Stranger Things is... From The Stranger Things. <laughs> from Stranger Things is my mm-hmm. number four. Scott. Mm-hmm. Okay. My number four, um, going to uh, back to high school, uh, is from American Pie, and that would be the the band nerd, the band geek, that uh, the pie fucker winds up with at the end. Because <laughs> um, um, everybody's called me the pie. Fucker. <laughs> the uh, in in the movie Michelle Flaherty is supposed to be her name. That's a uh, as played by Allison Hannigan. Um, she actually becomes a mm-hmm. mainstay in the series. And, um, she's like wonderfully like dorky, and uh, yeah, that's my number four. Wait, which one? Say Sorry. my name, bitch. Which one? Mm-hmm. You, which member? Her one time at band camp. Okay, one time you, I stuck. Okay, you said American Pie. I heard American Beauty, and I was like, "What the fuck is he talking yeah. about?" But it could have been the same girl. You could have been talking about the same actress, apparently. That is, I mean, this is funny. I could have got both of But speaking of band, I forgot to mention this. So at the end of Revenge of the Nerds, when they're like, "Okay, anyone here who's been outcast," and then a couple of the band members started going over there, and it should have been, yeah, that's a given. All you guys, band band yeah, geeks, yeah. you all yeah. get over here right now. You know, it's kind of assumed. Anyway. Uh, so you picked her. All right, never, I'll have an honorable mention later. Say uh, my name, bitch. Her? Alex, number four. My number four is McLovin from Superbad. Honorable mention. Oh, higher on my list. All right, there it is. He's got lube. <laughs> All right, well, my number three is. Did I do that? Stephen Urkel. Oh, oh motherfucker. <laughs> How did I leave him off my list? Stephen Urkel. Yeah. Family matters. <laughs> Do the Urkel. <laughs> Do the uh, 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 Urkel. Yeah, that's the the eighties sitcom nerd or ninety was it eighties or nineties whatever the sitcom nerd of TGIF all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, that show was tanking before it came on. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Scott, number three. Okay. Number three is uh, going back. Sticking with high school here, um, going back in time, perhaps back to the future even. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, that would be George McFly. Okay. Huge nerd. One. Hey, you. Get your damn hands off That's her. really good, because, yeah. Awkward. Sci-fi you know, reading guy. Pervert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pervert. Oh, that's a really good one. He's a peeping Tom. Yeah, yeah that was good. Number three. God damn it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Alex, number three. My number three is Data from The Goonies. Nice. I thought about also that accepted one. As a kid. Next generation yeah, as well. all of his... <laughs> Can a robot be a nerd? <laughs> I'd say so. An android, whatever. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he was great. He was my favorite character when I was a kid on Goonies because of all of his cool inventions. Slick shoes and then the, the teeth that save his life. It's awesome. Pinchers of power. 
Yeah, pinches of power. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going back to high school too, and I'm going with a, this this nerd eventually get the GED. Jeff. <laughs> this nerd eventually stabs a couple people. Go with Screech from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> oh, damn. That's, that's yeah. pretty good. R.I.P. Dustin Damon. Um, Shine on, you crazy Damon. Yeah, I don't know how smart he was. I don't even remember how smart he was. But of the group, of the six of them or whatever, he was definitely the nerd of the group. And uh, I loved yeah. Saved by the Bell as a kid. So there, there were a couple of really dumb episodes yeah, he was pretty smart. where he, like, they they based the plot around something that he comes up with because he's, like, really smart. Like some invention or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was him and then the, the, the stripper were the smart ones, right? I yes. forgot her Elizabeth yes. Berkeley. I, what, yeah, she was like going for mm-hmm. the valedictorian or whatever. And, yeah, and then she got the pills, mm-hmm. and then she had, it was that very special episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> like, so they, so they ended that series where like everybody's like super stressed out about where they're gonna go to college, and like Zach gets into like fucking Princeton or something because he gets like a fifteen fifty on his eight on his SATs or whatever. Like, and I, she must have like. Like been been shitting kittens. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck did you get in? Like, she started yeah. stripping. <laughs> she never came really back. Mm-hmm. She wound up in. All right, uh, Scott number two. All right, uh, my number two is McLovin, um, Chris Furman's Plants. Uh, kid, the actor. Like, I don't know how old he was when he did this. I, I feel like he was still a kid. Maybe um, he's hilarious. Um, and he's, he doesn't say the line, but he's part of one of my <laughs> top 10 favorite lines, maybe, I don't know, top 20, the McLovin's Balin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are you, McLovin? <laughs> McLovin's Balin. That's one of the funniest fucking lines. Oh, God. Yeah, he's great. I like when Jonah Hill's character, like, threatens to rip his face off. <laughs> You don't have the steady hand or the whatever he says to pull off such procedure. So, ha. Yeah, McLovin's great. Uh, All right, Alex, number two. My number two, finally, my Simpsons pick, and that would be Martin Prince. That's 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 a better one. You guys are going to take it. Yeah, that's that's better than Frank. Yeah, damn it. But... Or even comic book, yeah. the comic book store guy, which is a pretty good nerd, too, you yeah. can throw in that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say he's more of a geek, because he's obsessed with comic books. <laughs> I gotta make possibly be happy with the prospect of Comic-Con moving to Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good old Martin Prince. Nice. <laughs> the premise is faulty. <laughs> was it You're the, faulty! The very, the very nature of your... Was it, how's the line go, Alex? Damn it. The... Uh, the, the yeah, they're throwing what? They're throwing tomatoes they're at like, him or something? It's like stuck in the net, and he's like, the very premise of your... Because, like, um, Nelson's very... like, why are you hitting yourself or whatever? And he's yeah. like, the very, prim- the very premise of your question is faulty. faulty. You're, You're faulty. faulty. <laughs> All right. Uh, number one. Maybe we all have the same one? I don't know. It's Peter Parker. No. That's a good one. That, that I don't mention. Oh, no. Nope. Not my number I one. I thought we were all going to say it. But yeah. Peter Parker, ultimate nerd. He's smart. Builds gadgets. Awkward around mm-hmm. girls. and then But then he's Spider-Man. Spoiler alert. The one and only Spider-Man. <laughs> all right. Scott, number one. 
going back to uh, a graining joint. So not Simpsons, but, <laughs> but uh, Futurama. And uh, my number one is Professor Farnsworth. Um, yeah. The, the ultimate nerd's nerd. <laughs> There's, I think it's in the first season. Uh, they get together for some kind of like uh, like academic convention or whatever. And he, he delivers some kind of dissertation or paper, and they grade him on it, and they tell him that they've given him the worst grade imaginable, and A minus minus, and he like drops to his knees. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the professor. Oh my. Good news, everyone. <laughs> All right, Scott, I mean, Alex, number one. Uh, my number one is the real nerds nerds every other nerd looks up to this one as the ultimate nerd and that is weird al yankovic that's pretty good that's pretty good it's my favorite that's pretty good it's great my bologna <laughs> is it taco grande uh, eat it all about the white and nerdy white and nerdy all about the pentiums what else uh, party at the cia pew pew <laughs> Yoda. I can go. The song is just six words long. (laughs) Yeah, dare to be stupid. Dare to be stupid. I thought it was Weird Al, by the way. That was for a second. That was doing this intro song to Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, Laura asked me that. I'm like, I I don't think so, but it sounds like him. It was. It wasn't him. All right, a uh, couple honorable mentions for me. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall from The Breakfast Club. That's good, Brian. Egon Spangler, but I didn't put him because he's an adult. Uh, McLovin. Yeah, Egon. And then I had Shitbreak from American Pie. <laughs> I, was, I don't remember his real name. Yeah. And then uh, Laura mentioned I should add Napoleon Dynamite. But I don't like that movie, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Napoleon. Any from you guys? Uh, uh, yeah. From The Simpsons, the actual nerds from When Homer Goes to College. <laughs> oh, it's my old buddy's the nerd. <laughs> Could you please stop calling us that? <laughs> um, pretty much. Uh, what's the the young kid that gets into the college from uh, Real Genius? Doogie Hauser. Yeah, Doogie Hauser. Uh, so Gabe Jarrett is the actor. Uh, Mitch. Mitch was the character. Mitch Baywatch? Yes. <laughs> Mitch Baywatch. <laughs> Alright, is that it? Uh, yeah, that's for w- me. Wesley Crusher. <laughs> it's not a little mention. Who's that? Wesley. Oh, He's Wesley. A little, okay. a little shit. <laughs> from the next generation. <laughs> yeah, Star Trek. Some Star Trek. Alright, it's time Quill for Quitten. Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? So I guess they added some new rules that golf is full contact now. I saw that. You guys I seen this? Saw that, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. So uh, at the Canadian Open, Nick Taylor is like the first Canadian that's won an Open since I don't know a hundred years or something. And uh, one of his buddies was you know spraying champagne for this historic event. And he gets tackled by security because security just thought, oh, there's just some guy running on the field towards, you know, the players. And he gets, yeah, oh, he gets taken down hard. <laughs> but I guess everybody was fine. 
at the end. It's a good video. Look yeah, it. it's a good video. I heard the guy say, yeah, no hard feelings. The guy was doing his job. He thought it was somebody, a fan or something. So He's just doing yeah. his job, eh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, GA, I'm sorry <laughs> you hurt your shoulder sorry, when you tackled me. buddy. <laughs> God, have you seen like a Dodgers stadium to start the year? There were like two or three times where like people like dropped down on the field to like propose to... They do not fuck around. And those guys were just destroying them. And it's like, people are like, oh, that's overkill. But like, you don't know. We don't know. He's he's running on the field and kneeling down. That could be getting his rocket launcher out. I don't know what he's doing. (laughs) Like, don't be stupid. Yeah, don't be stupid. I I never understand, like, like, even in baseball, like, let's say security wasn't a thing. Like, you forget that baseball players are still athletes, like. (laughs) <laughs> they will yes they will rock 99.9 percent of the of us yeah. coming at us full speed yeah. uh, with cleats that's why it amazes me like it happens in, in like football like those guys are padded up anyways like <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. like just, i Aaron donald just like not even going full tilt but just like shoulder checking somebody like going about half speed like Yep. Kill somebody. <laughs> if you like, get hit with a truck. Yes. I mean, you have to assume that alcohol mm-hmm. plays. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure. I'm people sure, aren't yeah. using reason. Yeah, and logic yeah. Pe- people are pretty lubed up, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, although that guy that proposed, like, that was probably like the double whammy. Like, <laughs> she was like, no, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. It's time for Neom yeah. News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. Okay. Uh, start off with a review. I saw Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Dungeons and Dragons. This is a mess. Dungeons and Dragons. It's, like, it's hard to get out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I rented it on Amazon. It was fun. Uh, I I enjoyed it. Um, is there a cameo by Marlon Wayans? There better have. I did not spot any of the people from the the nineteen. Was it the nineties when that shit came out? It was the early aughts? I thought it was like the early aughts. When, whenever that came out, I did not spot any of the so. actors from that. If they were indeed in the movie, um, you didn't spot Jeremy Irons. Did not spot Jeremy Irons. Did not spot Thora Birch, um, Justin Whalen. Pulling names here. Uh, That's right. Um, yeah, Marlon Wayans. Do not remember the guy that was supposed to be the dwarf in the first one. I, I don't know. The, it's killed me that I can't remember the the wizard woman though. Uh, but anyways, um, yes, it was. It, it didn't take itself too seriously. Played up a lot of the the D and D tropes, which was a lot of fun for someone like me that is indeed a nerd um, and is familiar with a lot of this stuff. Um, I, have either of you guys seen it? Nope. No, haven't seen it yet. They or not spoiling anything. Uh, they they do uh, some some fun things with the monsters. Um, one in particular uh, that was uh, was pretty hilarious. Um, but yeah, it, it movie moves along. Um, yeah, I, I I recommend it if if it's on. I'm sure it'll be streaming free soon on something. Um, uh, was it Zoe McLenna? Yes, Zoe M- McKellen. Uh, and the uh, the dwarf was uh, Mikey the bookie from Seinfeld, Lee Ehrenberg. Oh, that guy. Okay, that's right. Isn't that guy in Pirates? Yes. Oh, Penzance. No. no. Okay. 
<laughs> That's on my list, though. Uh, yeah, it, again, fun. Um, don't don't be so quick to, to dismiss it, Jeff. You might like it. Probably not because you hate most things that we recommend to you. But <laughs> that's true. Probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving along to more important things. Uh, this is June, which is uh, video game news month. Um, oh yeah. On top of a big release, by the way, um, Diablo Four is out. Um, I think I talked a little bit about that last week, but. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I beat the main campaign on that, and then moving on to like the post game stuff, and dying constantly, and yeah, it's frustrating. But anyways, I'm bad at that game. <laughs> uh, so yeah, a lot of news came down uh, the pipeline. Uh, there was the the Summer Games Fest, which is the kind of I wouldn't call it E3, but it's kind of the thing that's replaced E3. Uh, mm-hmm. It's more of an online thing with with some hands on stuff after the like online presentation that they <laughs> presentation that they have <laughs> we're, we're celebrating here at, at Han shot first all these video games uh mm-hmm. so just uh, a couple quick things that i thought were interesting uh, the the microsoft showcase the microsoft slash bethesda showcase uh was on sunday um and their presentation they they hit it out of the park like everything they showed looked looked really good um, hope Sony felt bad just because, like, theirs just wasn't. I was a little lackluster, but um, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, they showed more of the updated Fable that they're gonna do. Um, they didn't even bother mentioning a coming soon or a date, so I, I'd be surprised that even came out in 2024 at this point. But um, it looked cool, like what they showed. Like a lot of things in the showcase had a disclaimer that it was in-game um engine stuff so they weren't making it up um there was a date for the cyberpunk 2077 uh phantom liberty dlc i guess it's not an expansion necessarily but it's going to rework a whole bunch of things so i'm looking forward to that that's going to be in september um but the the coolest thing that i i think i saw out of all that uh, i know jeff this made it onto your radar was star wars outlaws I saw I I saw that it existed, but I didn't do anything more about it or see it do follow. So up I on watched it. I watched like ten minutes of gameplay that they they had put together, and it looks really cool. Um, it has like a very open mm-hmm. world, um, like yeah, people kept saying GTA, but I hate making that comparison to things. Um, but yeah, it, it looked pretty slick. Uh, I, I do recommend checking that out. Um, it's it's just a different kind of game than what was the, the most recent one. Uh, oh, Jedi, not fallen order. Yeah, yeah, like like yeah. This one just doesn't. That is the sequel. Yeah, this one doesn't seem like it's taking itself quite quite seriously. It's not about Jedi. Um, so yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. Um, definitely. Um, and and look forward to that in a way that, like most of these Star Wars games, I'm I'm not interested in playing for the most part. Um. But yeah, I don't think they gave a date on that one just yet. Uh, that is pretty much all I wanted to go over. Um, they like, said a ton of other video game stuff. Um, they they announced a new property from Atlas Sega, the Metaphor Refant <laughs> fa- fa- <laughs> Fantasia. 
Fantasia. Yeah, it's not pretentious at all. Yeah, metaphor. Re- <laughs> yeah, it's just. Jeebus, yeah, age. yeah, it's it's a mouthful, but uh, mm-hmm. it is interesting. Um, they've they've only been doing like the Persona stuff for a long. Well, in SMT. Um, but uh, yes, like as far as like consoles go, um, this will be like the first like kind of big franchise they've dipped their toes into, and in, jeez, over a decade. Uh, longer than that uh, but uh, anyway um, yeah that's pretty much all I mm-hmm. wanted to go over maybe I'll hit up some more video game news next week but uh, otherwise Alex mm-hmm. anything you wanted to go over uh, just real quick I saw Spider-Verse it was amazing I loved it can't wait for the second part can't wait um, and I don't know if I mentioned this last week but I read iRobot for the first time which is nothing <laughs> Absolutely nothing like uh, the Will Smith movie, which I'm very grateful for. Um, but yeah, the book is amazing. Very uplifting. So I recommend it. It's a good read. It's a short short book, too. I didn't think it was going to be so short. Have you guys read it yet? I have not read it. No, I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> you never learn to read. <laughs> I did like Spider Verse. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there it is. All right. For me, I started watching that Arnold documentary. So not on Netflix. Oh yeah, that's on my list. Uh, it's all right. It's it's all right. It very speaks a lot of himself, but it's some interesting stuff I didn't know. Uh, that was I watched that. What else? There was a couple other things. Did you know he was in Conan? I did. Oh, yeah. Not a lot of people know that. Yeah, there there was a couple things like I didn't know he had. I know he had major heart surgery recently, but he had it back, like before end of days, like that part of his career. End so, of days. Oh wow. Yeah, like it was like really bad. Like he he went under he went under the knife to have an operation and it failed, and then he had, they had like. Not very long to like recover from the failure to get him back before he would die or something like that. So that was interesting. I never knew, and so that's also because he was out for so long. He wasn't, you know, before that he can go into any studio get a movie greenlit. After that, people were not sure. You know, you're without Arnold and his muscles, and so that's why he started doing (laughs) end of days and collateral collateral damage and not the best of movies. I don't know collateral. <laughs> I kind of like it. Okay, but it's not compared to his first five or six movies. It's crap. No, of course not. But speaking of uh, uh, being in Conan the Barbarian, so was Donald Gibb Ogre. See if you can spot him the next time you watch. Oh, okay. The Barbarian or Destroyer? Barbarian. Okay, the good one. Right. Oh, I was actually, I actually started, since it's only PG-13, I started showing my boys Conan the Destroyer. And it's like, eh, I mean, it's, it's kind of how I started watching the Conan movies. Also, I saw the Destroyer first, and then when I was older, I was like, wait, there's another mo- first movie of Conan? And that one blew my mind. I, so. I feel like that one was, like, one of the movies that was on regular rotation, Alex. Like, when we were yeah. in college. Like, <laughs> Conan the Barbarian. Oh, yeah, I would always put on it's, it's like, the Barbarian. Yeah, you, like, you come over and we put on Conan the Barbarian, or... Oh, what was the other one we watched? Evil, like Evil, Evil Dead, Dead definitely. I yeah, watching we it watched on. that a ton of times. Uh, Evil Conan Dead or Army of Darkness? Army of Darkness. 
Or maybe not. Sorry, yeah. 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 You don't just have Evil Dead on in the background. <laughs> a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, ugh. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I, I can't think of what else I watched. There was something else I want to talk about. I can't remember. But just the Arnold stuff that I've seen. Like, his competition with Stallone really drove his... I never realized they were... I knew they were competing, but, like, how they would... Like, Commando was a deck direct answer to Rambo. Rambo 2, more than anything. And then yeah. just escalating and... So... Um, and we profit yeah. from competition. Yeah. So, so like... I, I don't think we get anything out of saying, like, one's better than the other. But, like, if you compare their overall bodies of work, like, it's it's not even close, right? <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, I, Arnold, Arnold, I don't think ever won an Oscar. Yeah. I'm an Arnold guy, but you go if you take Rocky in the first in, in First so Blood, you, and Rocky, see Rocky yeah. in First Blood, and then throw it up against Predator, Terminator, Terminator Two, Total Recall. Yeah, um, you don't even say Commando yet. Commando or, or Running Man? Yeah, Commando. Repeat, what? Commando. Yeah, like I said, I will. I will always choose yeah, Arnold. Man. But even Stallone says he goes, "Yeah, that son of a bitch won." Goddamn! Like he, he like admits defeat to, to mm-hmm. Arnold. But um, yeah, just okay. Before I get into the I details, mean, it's a three-part series. The first part is all about his backstory and his bodybuilding career, and then he got tired of that and he wanted to do movies, so he did the movies. And then the third one is the politics stuff and. That's where I kind of like, eh, I really don't care about this. So, so I didn't continue watching. Uh, but I probably will at some point. Uh, yeah. That sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I there's something else that I can't remember, but whatever. Well, I got a bit of a downer news. And sorry for end- <laughs> putting this towards the end of the show. But um, yeah, I just learned that Treat Williams has passed away. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. From a motorcycle accident, actually, not natural causes. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I I keep forgetting to, to bring this up in the news section, but uh, Alex, you you put the curse on one of our actors, uh, Ray Stevenson. Oh no! Um, after we did RRR, yeah, um, he he passed away. Um, oh man! Yeah, he he did a couple. Like he was good in that, like we we were saying, uh, most most popular in uh, Rome is, is Titus Polo, Polo. Um, mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah. He uh, that was that was I, I blame you on on that one, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. But yeah, so true. It was dying on a freaking motorcycle accident. Though. That's, that's I know. Cool. Still a mystery whether he was in uh, Empire. Empire, <laughs> yeah, in the snow scene. And I know he's really good friends, or maybe even best friends with uh, Mark Hamill. So he must be devastated. Yeah, sad. All right, the substitute. Very sad. But speaking of Star Wars, that just reminded me. I, I'm sure this is old. Everyone's seen it, but I just it just popped back up on my feed the other day. The have you seen the walk and talk interview where the guy's like walking down the streets of Chicago and like George Lucas just walks behind him and goes into a department store or something? No. Have you guys ever seen this? No. Oh God! I'll send a link. It, I'll 
We'll paste it somewhere. But yeah, this guy is just... Is this a Mad TV thing? No, it's literally this dude is like doing a walk and talk for some documentary. And he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then just George Lucas comes from the left side of the frame, kind of looks at the camera, and then just keeps on going and enters the building right behind him. And like... I don't even know if anyone knew it was him. And like, they just... When they posted it online, and somebody is like, holy shit, George Lucas just walked by. I don't, it's, it's freaking hilarious. So, anyway... All right, is that it? Yeah, I think we're... Yep, that's it. We're good. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.